When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. We we have essentially just had a tea party. We have, yeah. I'm a bit fucking stuffed now because I was after coming in and the uh, sandwich looked nice though. Yeah, it was all um. <laughs> yeah, I was starving though. <coughs> Jesus Christ, sorry, Suzanne, can't stop so coughing sorry. in the microphone. So rude. <laughs> Jesus, oh for fuck's sake, you're so we're going embarrassed. Down that, we're going down that road you're so together. embarrassed to be sitting here with your car. Yeah, it's disgraceful. <laughs> so I've absolutely no notes this week whatsoever because Brilliant. I've just been so run off me, uh, run off me Mickey, to be quite honest with you, with one thing leading to another. Okay. Uh, um, so, I've, yeah, lost to, so I've lost to ask you about. So I just oh, wanna, Jesus. I, I just want to figure out Every where time you ask me a question, I end up in trouble in some sort of way, by the way. So that's a reason for things being my favourite. Yeah. That is one of my favourites. <laughs> what episode um, are we on, anyway? I'm just trying to figure out. I think it's episode 88. I'm Bloody to, Christ. When I go into my subscriptions, it just shows me Dublin. It doesn't show me... It shows me the last one I listened to. But I, I could be listening to anything. Um, so look at me. I've too. I've subscribed to too many of these fucking <clears> things. <throat> I'm uh, saying. And now it's really hard to figure. 87, 88. Yeah, it is 88. 88. Yeah. Yes, I do believe it is. Now you've led us a merry dance before. No, I'm not really fucking sure. I'm looking at it here. What was the last one we did? What was it about the t- bouncy castle? The Conor McGregor slur. That was the one, yeah, wasn't it? That was the last one. Yeah. yeah so 88. So we're on 88. Holy. So two fat Jeez. ladies, 88 oh, in the bingo shout. room. So there we go. Yeah. So that's fucking hell, 88 of these things. It's got, oh, the last thing we were talking about, which I am now not sure what you did, but the last thing we spoke about was um, Halloween. And even though it was the day after Halloween, when by the time the podcast came out, you said ah. you were going to give out bread and butter. But then I... No one called. Nobody called. Nobody called to my house. No, funny enough. Because then I spied on Joanne McNally. You see, this is proof you two have been gigging together because obviously you're <laughs> yeah. on the dickhead towards. She's been doing sports. She's doing all the sports, yeah. Yeah. Here's proof when two people have been hanging around together far too much. I saw she was giving out espresso capsules. I was like, A, you'd know she's posh. You'd know she's posh. She's money like that yeah. just to throw around. Well, I love an espresso capsule myself. I wouldn't you know. be handing them Did to you kids see the fucking... they're so expensive. Yeah, just, that's true. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't be giving them to nippers, no. No, but you see, you know that she's, she's affluent. She's Kalini. Yeah, she's, she's fa- fucking Kalini. Like and she hasn't a pot to piss in, which makes me laugh. Right, okay. So has she's a fucking just... shill and she's walking around sounding like an audible millionaire. There she is, she's swanning crazy. around like she's got a million pounds in her back pocket, like she's never seen cash. You know, like a, the some queen, sort of... The yeah, queen doesn't carry cash. Some sort of fucking royal. And then she's like, you know, can I have 50 pence for coffee, please? Because I'm absolutely <laughs> broke. Yeah, she has the fucking shilling. And she's handing out an espresso. Oh, is she handing out the little version of the Nespresso ones or is she handing out hardcore Nespresso ones? Well, I don't know. Because if she is... If she's handing out Nespressos, they're fucking mine. She's right. robbed them off me, okay. so that's where they would have come from. She's going into your gap. What yeah. are you doing there? Nothing, you just hear her kind of jangling as she walks out. Which might explain why I had to spend 26 fucking euro on a Nespresso do restock yesterday. Do you buy yesterday. the real Nespressos or do you I buy... Do. 
No, only the real ones. <coughs> and, I, and anyone that says they're the same in the super values or the Lidl's, yeah, or they're, they're not, you, they're, they're shite. Not, oh. I even got the Starbucks ones, they're shite as well. Um, they're all right, like, they're, but they're, when you have the real thing, it's very hard to go back. Is that because you're an it's addict? Hard to go back. No, they're just fucking nicer. Okay. They're genuinely just a hell of a lot nicer. Like, and you get to so much choice. In an espresso machine. We have a little coffee machine in the house, but it's like the, I don't know what one it is, like a Nestle or one of those. I don't know what it is, but we have one. I've made you coffee out of it before, but yeah. I was thinking about getting just, do you know, being an L one, the reason I want to get an espresso machine, it's smaller. It's, Mine's tiny. Mine's just, just a tiny. It's, but is it, does it just make express, or espresso? Is that the right Yeah, right yeah, espresso, yeah. Is that all it makes? Well, that's all. You can get ones that'll make whatever the fuck I want, you want. I like the idea of it being small. That's yeah, well, mine's tiny, but mine literally just pumps out black shit. That's all it does. It just pumps black shit just take that into a miniature fucking cup that looks like a little baby Guinness and I just neck them all the time. But I'm flying through. I'm really fucking myself up. I've got, I'm having, you can probably tell already, I'm after having, this is my sixth coffee this morning. Yeah. I'm fucking wired at the moment. Uh, and because of these Nespresso things, it means I'm having even more than I normally would. So I'm sort of like, is and I there... don't care what anyone says, it turns your bottom into a fountain. It turns your, like, it's a lack, you know coffee's a total laxative. So I don't really dr- ever drink coffee. Well, so. you'll know all about it you'll know all about it no, get into it if you buy an espresso machine to. you're going to have no it's for Joey if I get an you're espresso going to machine. experience your first ever anal roar if you buy <laughs> if you buy a coffee machine you'll realise that there is such a thing as an anal roar a scream from your nether regions like never before was something that is actually real it happens uh, but only coffee drinkers know about it and you'll also know about it like it's sort of it, gets, it just gets a little bit loose Everything gets a little bit loose. Which mean everything gets a little bit everything loose? Everything gets a little bit loose. In what terms of in what? In that you might not trust your farts in the same way you used to before you started. That's all I'm saying. No, like, you would never shart yourself, but you'll know that there's a danger. It's a muy peligroso. You know what I mean? You'll know there's a bit of fucking something in it's there. It's like playing chicken with a fart. Yeah. You're just not sure. Yeah, yeah, you won't. But you is won't. that just the level of coffee you drink? I don't think so. I think it's a coffee drinker's thing. I genuinely think it's a thing, especially after exercise. Do you ever do exercise? You go to the gym. Just to tell you about that now in a minute, yeah. Oh, what did you do? No, did I'm Did you back. do something? Did I'm you back. flare up? Did you fill a pair of leggings? No, I wore a pair of leggings. <laughs> um, so, I firstly, I got, I, I'm intrigued by this coffee thing, um, but I got, uh, I got asked to do, so this is my year of do things that you know, I'd usually go, I'm not doing that because I've just, Embarrassed or mortified, oh, or, or I just so I'm, I'm embracing have notions, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna go and do it. But also just things that I just wouldn't do for fear. So I got asked in work in DB3 to do Thriller for Saturday AM to go and do a dance class. It, now, when I tell you, it's against everything. Oh, I, I believe saw your in. videos. Yeah. I didn't want to ask you what it was because yeah. I wanted to hear it from the horse's yeah. mouth on the podcast. So it's against everything I believe in. I'm not. What do you I'm, mean? Like, How can you not believe in dancing? I you know? do. I love watching other people dance, but as in for my body to, you know, take part in it, it's against. It's essentially against life. Do you know what I mean? You know, people who are like my son is like nearly three and has natural rhythm. My husband can dance. <clears throat> my mother-in-law was a trained ballerina. So and it's a choreographer. In no, it's in their side. It's not in the like. I am essentially like, stiff. Like well, I'm. What just, did you get your dad's side? Whatever that was. So my dad can sing. Like oh, my dad was in show bands and everything for years. My dad oh, was a boy right. soprano, so oh, he could sing no and excuse. stuff and perform. But like as in when it comes to like you know losing your body to the music, I don't. I stand there going, I'm all right, thanks. And like honestly, so I got asked to do to go and learn the thriller routine. Right, I'll be really honest. I haven't done as you know. 
I joined the gym, yeah. in, but I actually haven't even been in to get like the little tab to get into the gym. I just have a membership online. But you know, that's, I, I that's think such a fucking Irish way of going to the I gym. Know, I bet you the Brits are the same. It's like I'm joining after joining the gym. I haven't lost a pound. I mean, I swear to God, I have a good mind to turn it up and fucking complaining because I because <laughs> I've been a member of this gym for six months. I have driven by it. Yeah, of course. Time. Yeah, and as if it's going to make a difference. I, suppose I think that's somewhere the, it's the working. Whole, huh? Somewhere it's working. Like somewhere in my subliminal, there's something happening that there's nothing fucking happening. And only now you realise you've wasted a few quid. Stop pissing on my parade. You know anyway, what I mean, though. If so you don't go, I, it's like if know, everybody. But then again, in your defence, that's how the fuckers make their money. If everybody that joined do. the gym actually showed up on the gym ben on every Joel day, they wouldn't should, be able to make those ads. Well, they'd have to close down because they have nowhere to put you. They need the Suzanne Keynes of the world to survive. And yet again. I am a functioning member of society, well, contributing no end. Well, a contributor, ben, yes. I'm giving Ben Dunn my money. He's not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Everybody's happy. So anyway, they said, they were like, we're going to go to a dance studio in a gym, ironically, in Tala. <clears throat> so I was like to Joey, genuinely to Joey going, what does like one wear? Like, and he was like, well, you're going to have to wear like sportswear, which I don't have any. Like, all I have is like ski gear and Under Armour stuff, should like have base worn layers. It. You should have worn your ski gear. No, we're just I to look done. fucking Imagine brilliant. arriving in. But I, so I went, I had, I was down in Kildare Village and I actually went and bought sportswear, bought a pair of running bottoms and a running top. And I didn't go so far as a sports bra because I didn't feel I'd be doing that much activity. So I just went to scratch, I'll just stick a vest on and I'll be all right, I'll be good to go. So anyway, in we went into Tala and I, to, to a dance studio. And Anna, like, has uh, the presenter from Ireland Day, or from Saturday and Sunday AM. She does have natural rhythm. And then one of the, the chefs, Charlo, arrived, like, with a full Michael Jackson hat, Michael Jackson glove, full thriller, great crack. But, like, an older man, chef, had rhythm. And then there was me, essentially the scarecrow. From... I bet you you are grand. No, I was I was genuinely really bad. I'll put, actually, I'll put the videos up. I think I put them on my, they're on my Instagram. Oh, did you stuff. do it on TV? Yeah, so then the next morning, I practised, ah. PJ, I practised. Like, I went home that night and they sent us the video and I ran steps in my kitchen with Joey. I made, and Joey, like, the shithead, literally went like that and looked at me and he goes, okay, so he's like, so it's five, six, seven, eight, go side, 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 click, side, side, down, over, side, one, two, three, <laughs> two, one. And I'm standing there going, hang on, wait, I'm still back on, side, side. So, but he got it, so I kept running them. I was really, like, Terrified, I was so nervous because you like it's not me at all. Like, put me in front of someone to talk, I'm fine, but ask me to dance, can't do it. But then the next morning, we went in, I had full zombie makeup put on, of course, yeah, like my whole face, like they split a side of my face open and had my hair done. And then at the end of the show, we did a live performance of Thriller. Amazing, yeah, it was, it was in fairness, it's like face. Come on, that's a bit of fucking crack. I absolutely loved it. Like, to the point now, I'm trying to push them to do a full panto, like for one of the shows. You should do a panto for Christmas. We have to get you in a panto for Christmas, yeah, even if you're the back of an old donkey. Yeah, I don't want to get I'll go anywhere and be in anybody's panto, but yeah, so that's so now I'm obviously I'm embracing the stage, but that said, so I'm. Because I've come this far and the year is nearly done and you know what, we've had notions and we've done loads of stuff this year and um, so I've started doing stuff on News Talk, which is really good and uh, we have the podcast and we're going to do live podcasts and all that stuff. I was like, I need to keep going with that and I danced and I did scary. So I started a running club last night. You started a club? No, I didn't start the club. I started, I joined a running club. I didn't start. Oh, I thought you were just... Hi, everybody, come run with me. I, I just imagined run. you saw two lads running down the road and you joined them and went, we're a club now. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're like, who That's the fuck I are you? Done. Shut up, lads. Have notions. Keep running. Mm. Come on. We're all in this together, lads. Feel Where hard. are we going? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? They're like, we're legging it from the fucking coppers. So you joined an actual running club? So, yeah, so my, my local GA Club St. Jude's have done this couch to 5K thing. Oh, that yeah, fucking you know thing. The, yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah, it's great. So literally, it was like 40 women turned up last night in varying degrees of like brightly coloured <laughs> neons and like flashing <laughs> lights. I fucking love them, Elle. We, have a, we had a cycling club out in, uh, ran out of the GAA club in Clontarf mm. and it was getting to a stage where people were pretty fucking handy you know what I mean we were turning up every Sunday doing sure you not well we are doing about 100, 120 kilometres whatever Jesus. and every so often two L ones would show up with locks hanging off their bikes you know what I mean no, L U locks with a basket on yeah the with front. the old fucking basket and a pair of tracksuit bottoms going Jesus where are we going what's that they go, well, we go out to Holt we go Holt are you fucking mad we're going, we're going to carry we're going fucking North County Dublin we're going to do a, a fucking lap around the hill of Tara or something they were like in the, on the bike <laughs> and then one of us would always have to split off and take them off for a little spin on their own because you couldn't just tell them to go fuck off no, like they are making an effort yeah. and it was like you know that's what it's all about and everything but in fairness I was supposed to do the cycle I was supposed to do the cycle with the club I was supposed to do the 50k or 100k whatever it was and then I couldn't do because I was sick and I remember we went for dinner with Chris Martin and I was quite sick ah yeah I remember yeah um, so I wasn't able to cycle I wasn't able to do it but I would have been that bird because like, even to went down to my brother I was like what do I wear for running he was like Susie you used to run he was like you used to go out yeah, and run you know he this. was like have you just completely forgotten your shit right but then I made the, the schoolboy error last night of then so Richie who's running the group and then a couple of people who run marathons like I'd love to run a marathon and uh, that's like a real bucket list thing to do but they split us up into three groups right so they had like the runners the like the women who run and would be fit and then they had like group two which would be like the girls who play football and play camogie and would run a good bit and then they had like the older ladies who would walk you know would walk competitively yeah. with their mates and chat and then you'd jog a bit or whatever so I decided that I would allocate myself in like group number three and I had told my brother because he was one of the people leading out the runners like don't look at me don't touch me don't even say you know me and he's looking at me going get out get out get out of that group get into my group like he was like you no business being in the old lady group get yourself over here that's the walkers group and I was like no no I'm fine here stop looking at me so I got caught in that group which was a bit of a, a shame because I should have really gone in the other group but yeah ah, I'm a Next embracing time. it. So now I'm I'm looking into buying more sportswear. Wow. Yeah. This is fucking Co- great. So that's what you're saying about if you have coffee. I don't know how coffee. So maybe I shouldn't have an espresso. No, do. I want you to experience this. I want this to be something. Why is that it we like a natural about. high? No, it's a natural accident. Of a blow. Oh, I don't it, want to be pooping my brains out. Like I've enough to contend well, with two kids shitting themselves. Well, constantly. you will get the buzz. You will. What, it's like pooing. No, it'll it'll give like you energy. You? It will give you energy. It's just the uh, the downside is that once you're finished your exercise, you might have a bit of water. As soon as your body stops doing the blah, 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 bounce something down, it settles a little bit, and then your ass goes, "Yeah, you fucking happy now? Yeah, enjoy yourself, did you? Because I'm gonna fucking let loose in your shorts. Make sure you never do that again." And it sort of I'm does all right that. For that. I had a friend of mine lost his favourite uh, t-shirt because he had to jump into a bush and do a poo and wipe his bottom with his favourite t-shirt in Marley Park one day because he was running after he had coffee. It does Why it to you. Why are you trying to get me to run after so I have a shit in a bush? I want you to experience these things. I'm having a shit in a bush? No, you don't have to shit in the bush. What run you, like closer to your house. Spare grill. I'm closer to my yeah, house. Yeah, just so you experience the whole coffee laxative 
thing. I'll tell you what, PJ. I need you I'll to know you where I your experience. boundaries are. If you don't know where the limits are, how do you know you're going to cross them? I'm all right for shitting limits, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm pretty I'm just safe with saying. the shitting limits. Here, come I'm here. I have on. a question for you this yeah, time, right? Yeah. A semi-serious question, okay. right? Because since the last time we did a podcast here, right? I don't know. People that are in Ireland will know what I'm talking about. But everybody in the media, all the lads seem to be the dirtiest shower of fuckers in the world. Hashtag now, me too. You being a what? Is this yeah the hashtag me too? Were we talking about that last mm. week? No, I don't think we fucking were because this thing the hashtag me too has come out and it's basically it seems every woman in the world has been sexually harangued harassed. by somebody or harassed or whatever it is by somebody uh, in the workplace. Have you? Did you? Uh, do you have? A, um, please don't fucking I've name never, anyone. I've Jesus never, Christ! Course, I'm not stupid. We're not liable. <laughs> Ah, unless you'd say, yeah, you, Gallagher, yeah, you prick, yeah. trying to make me shite me cacks yeah. after a run. Hashtag <laughs> shit my pants. Hashtag shit coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, is it a fucking, is, is it really that everywhere? See, like, I, I know now there's one of these people being sort of named, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's your man Michael Colgan, right? And he's been named for being up to all sorts. But his reputation hasn't just been women, I have to admit. I don't, like, it's always been he's just a bullying obnoxious old bollocks yeah. I think that's a, I I, that's just what I've heard throughout him. all the years so that's the thing I don't really know and he, he only came to the forefront really when I read a little bit about this Me Too thing you see I don't want to be really serious about it again this week because we'll talk about me being serious two weeks ago and having a fucking nervous breakdown at half five on a Saturday morning I'll tell you about that in a minute Why, what happened to you now <clears throat> I'll tell you now in a second but what I think the you problem, all... I think the problem is is that yes I think men and women are sexually harassed. I think women are more so sexually harassed. I ah, think, yeah. I think the language that people... Like, I, I remember being pregnant and being told that I didn't have... You know, I probably didn't have my eye on, on the ball as much because I was pregnant when I was doing four people's fucking jobs in as one. Do you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like... So they were probably right then. They're probably... <laughs> I was like, <laughs> to be honest with you... If you're doing four people's jobs, you're probably not doing them all very well uh, if you're spread that fucking yeah, thing. exactly. Um... <laughs> As we know only too well. But like things like the thing I remember being told to wear a dress that was a bit TNA. Like they're like, Well, you're hosting this tonight, so wear something a little TNA, tits and ass like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They all happen. I'd love to say that to a lad just to see what happens. Wear, a bit, wear something a bit Mickey and Balls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something that's a bit Mickey and Balls just, tonight. Just you know, the, the tip of the Mickey. Just the tip of the I cock just, sticking yeah. out. A little bit of cock. Now not too much. We don't want you to think you're a slow. <laughs> But just a bit of, you know, you go either go with the legs or the balls out. You can't do both. You can't do both. You can go legs and balls or balls and legs, but you can't do both. (laughs) A bunch of lads walking around (laughs) with their sacks hanging out of their shorts. We fucking suck. I'm just just going balls. I'm going all balls out. Yeah, I'm going balls out. I don't give a shit. Don't judge me on it. Jesus Christ, you've been there to the lads. Did you not shave your balls for the occasion? (laughs) You can't be walking with hairy balls sticking out. Hashtag hairy balls. You know, you start out. But it is, I think the problem is, is that. I suppose that our generation and then our kids' generation, they'll all learn a different level of respect. I think the problem with the hashtag Me Too is that some people are taking the absolute piss out of it and that it's been overly used. And actually where there is women and men who are faced with completely disgusting sexual harassment or sexual assault or any of those Oh yeah, things. like the Kevin Spacey's holding 14-year-olds in the bed. Fuck blah, me. Blah, blah, blah. I what, that's read. a dirty old bastard. Do you want to hear disgusting, right? I won't name this Imagine person. Imagine holding a 14-year-old in bed. Honest to fucking Jesus. And then, I have to say his excuse was spectacular. It was literally spectacular. It's like, did you hold a child onto the bed and whatever? He goes, yeah. Did you hear I'm gay? Yeah, I'm gay, yeah. yeah. Like, what's that? He's going he's got to run out of them. Next one, it'll be like, um, where you caught drunk and disorderly. Yeah, yeah, I'm bisexual. They let you know I was bisexual. And then it'll be like, maybe you committed a murder and you go, actually, I'm trans. 
Uh, you just keep deflecting with yeah. shit that's completely unrelated to whatever the I fuck have a he's at. Why, isn't this right to hear this for horrendous about Kevin Spacey, right? Somebody put up on their Facebook who worked for in a prominent club in Dublin who said, Do you remember Kevin Spacey asked for a sanitary towel and then wanted me to get him a cushion? Um, his reason, and I'm quoting, my ass is bleeding because of all the hot young guys, um, hot young Irish guys I'm fucking... Yeah, but now in fairness, who did he say that, that was to? was 17 years ago. To to somebody working to in it. To some lad he was working with. No, no, no. So he was in a, a place, a drinking place in Dublin. Right. And asked the, asked the waiter, yeah. the lady attending, or waitress attending, looking after him, asked for a sanitary towel. Yeah. Because his ass was bleeding so much. Now here's my question, right? Here's the fucking question, right? Is that sexual harassment or is that just a dirty oh, old I lad? Oh, I think that's just, uh, they were just pointing out how creepy he was. Like yeah, that it was like, it was kind not... of common knowledge that he was gay then so why is he going oh by the way I'm gay now it's like that was 17 years ago and you were saying you were riding lads so what's the big deal like you were yeah, se- yeah, you were yeah. still gay 17 years ago like the problem yeah, is your arse was bleeding yeah. you know <laughs> yeah I know but so, that's grand there's no wrong all, with that fuck all you going well actually there's it's actually assaulted a kid walking around with a loose bottom I've been talking about having a loose bottom for the last half an hour it's just Shit's my misdue to coffee different. yeah but it's the same fucking thing if I turned around to a woman and says listen I'm after having loads of coffee right seriously I'm fucking in trouble here. Can you get me something to fucking stop myself leaking? Is that sexual harassment? No, I don't. No, that's not sexual harassment. That's just to prove out, like, that he was gay 17 years ago. Like, and that he's using this thing of, like, you know, yes, I sexually assaulted this person, but it's, I'm, I'm gay, you know. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, it's old yeah. news. You've always been gay. That's not a reason, as you were saying. It's not a reason oh, for, yeah, that's, for doing that was it. That's an what that is. Excuse. In terms of Me Too, I think the unfortunate part is, is that it's been, it's been overused and it's been, look, at the end of the day, but it has a little bit it's because been the mo- the, there's been, been loads of obnoxious old bastard, and sometimes you hear some of the stories and it's hashtag me too, and it's just no, that's not a sexual thing. That's just a prick being a prick. Mm. That's just somebody being an arsehole. And unfortunately, and, and the an world is made up of pricks and oh, arseholes. There's not one of us in the world isn't no. an arsehole on someone's so scale. So have you met an, an arsehole? Hashtag me too. Do you know what I mean? I could, I could call myself. I could say hashtag me too because if I did to myself, do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not even fucking joking. No, I know that's the point. B- by accident, yeah. I've messed up. I've done to myself. But it's yeah, it's like it's just that some of the stories have been not so much. I don't think all sexist or all misogynistic. Now, I'll be honest, a majority of them fucking have, and they've been eye opening. I've been like, holy fuck, I didn't realize. To be honest with you, it was this. Uh, there is, but and there, then it starts making it, me think: Are all lads just dirty L crows? Is that see, the fucking thing? I think because I wouldn't have thought they were. No, they're not, and all lads aren't in the same way. I wouldn't have thought I was a dirty L crow. No, but then I see some not. of these stories, and I'm like, well, hang on a second, fucking there's, L. There's a big difference because you're <laughs> very respectful of women. There's there's men in this world, and it's it's just that's the problem with this hashtag is that it's it's zoning in, but it's actually zoning in something that's too broad. The spectrum's too broad. So look. I think every woman, I know I have, I've come across men that have said things that are inappropriate. I've come across men that have had made inappropriate advances. I've come across all of those things. Yeah. But in, in the context of me being a strong woman of where I am, I was strong enough to go, co absolute sit in a swivel and go fuck yourself. End of story. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or I was strong enough to, to walk away from it. Or maybe at the time, maybe at the time like, I was... Go have a coffee or PJ and shite yeah, yourself. go and shite yourself. <laughs> and here's a black Nespresso. <laughs> shove it up or shove it down. Whatever way it's coming out. <laughs> 
do what you want. But <coughs> even at the time, if I wasn't confident enough, I should, would take myself out of the situation and go, that's a load of bollocks. But the difference is, is that they're all historical cases. We just have to look at what's going forward in the future. You are a man of that, kind of that, you know, you're very respectful of women. Look, there's shitheads. And there's, well, I think I am. Yeah, but you are. But there's, look, there's always but then they start like, But then you'd be afraid to go flirting with anyone now. I would anyway, because I'm a fucking ma- I'm a middle-aged man. <laughs> I'm at that age now where if I go for a walk you're in the park, man. people are going, what's that fella doing in his own park? He's in his 40s. He's out here raping squirrels or something. What's he doing out here? He's out there. Look at him. He's looking for a squirrel to stick his flues in the dirty old bastard shouldn't be out anywhere in his own. He's like, I'm just having a walk. Just having a fucking walk. So this is the thing. They talked about like, it on Brendan O'Connor, didn't they, on Cutting Edge? Was it Baz Ashmawi was talking about there's something of that thing of that... You know, where is the line anymore? And like, oh, I how don't know. would you like? How would you could you approach a woman now? To, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't in a million years go up to anybody anymore. But then, but then the I wouldn't. I wouldn't fucking do it. Not anymore. But the I wouldn't know the rules. Is, I, I'd be too afraid to come across like a weirdo. See, I'd start stuttering and gubbing, and she'd think I was up to no good. I was going to ask something I wasn't going to ask her. I, w- I, d- I wouldn't do it. Oh Jesus! I wouldn't you do see, it. She would there. There's the that lad thing. that shites himself with coffee. He's coming over. Look, what's he going to want to dirty up? Dirty up, pervert in a nappy. It's coming up to fucking talk to me. Be like, I don't want to be dealing with him. But it's like, but, <laughs> but this is but the I don't difference think I would. of you saying that. And then if you talk to like twenty-something women, that they'll tell you that if they're on Tinder, every other picture is a picture of some bloke's cock. So where's the line? <laughs> there's the like, there's the over thirties like you that are going. Well, I've never me. sent a I picture can't... of me Mickey to anybody. I don't get it. I had this conversation actually. I just don't think somebody... a Mickey's a very nice looking thing. Unless you drew a face on it, then it'd be nice. You know, you could draw a little face. Even if, if you had a selection, a say, of hats for your flute. Like for your yeah, costumes. Your filters. Yeah. filters. Not even, yeah, yeah, or just actual costumes. Little oh, jackets and hats and all. You can put on them. And then, you know, make yourself aroused. Put a little face on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Send it to your other half. Hashtag me too. Send it to Make your other half. Make yourself pretty much vomited Maybe you had a little tie. You could tie up on little collars and stick it on them. And draw a little happy face. And then put a little have a night. Hope you're enjoying your day as much as I am. So, <laughs> it's like, like a gentleman's cock shop. Lip O'Connor's just launched her own homewares range. Coming in 2018. Yeah. PJ's cock dress up range. I think I'm going to do it. Lads, if you're going to send cock shots, at least be dressed for the occasion. And have a whole load of little suits a and little costumes. A Christmas hat for the Christmas. Yeah, and then for, ha- for Halloween, you can have little Superman suits for them. Little capes and stuff. Oh, man. I Easter, think I'm a little something. pair of bunny ears. I honestly think the, the, the more the dignified... The possibilities are endless. The more dignified perverts among us, uh, Suzanne, I think would really appreciate it. <laughs> Weirdly, I think there could actually be a market, a market for that. I'm fucking telling you there could. A market for that. But yeah, so basically, I just think that the hashtag is probably being abused by some in the irony of it all. And then the other well, side of it is Well, I saw one person in particular saying, hashtag, right, me too. I don't want to name the person because I'm sure it, it was put up in good faith, right? Mm. But I was just like, maybe think, what in the name of Jesus, right? So someone's saying that when they were five or six years old, a seven-year-old put their arm around her. And she was absolutely horrified. Even yeah. the adults thought it was funny, but she's never gotten over it. And I was like, yeah. this is fucking... What? A seven-year-old kid? Yeah, you see, and that's, that's the problem. That's like, what made because... me go, I'm 42. I'm going 43 next year. I'm not talking to anybody ever again. If a fucking seven-year-old is that frightening, well, fuck that. Yeah. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm afraid of myself. See, it's it's like that thing, though, unfortunately, with social media, is that whatever... Oh, yeah, that is, is true, is, yeah. It's magnified. Yeah, whatever, it is magnified, but also what's in vogue, okay? So it's like, everybody knows those people, male or female, 
maybe in, who might be in the public eye in the UK or in Ireland or wherever they are in the world, that if something is in vogue, that they have that or they've had a brush with it. It's like October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. They'll be like, I had once had a lump on my breast or I know somebody who had breast cancer and, and they'll tell you, they will use social media to tell you their story. Of course, yeah. But let's be honest, That's... like who isn't affected by it? You will always, but you'll always find the person who'll do it. Then obviously, because of George Hook talked about rape, from there, then you had a, a, like an absolute outpouring. Some people telling absolutely harrowing, horrendous stories, but oh, unfortunately got shit, lost yeah. in the mush of other people who felt the need to share their shit that maybe wasn't really, you know, relevant to the story, but they just wanted their input because yeah. they wanted in on the story. Hashtag me too. It's like, you know, this is my story. And look, it, it's not that it's not relevant, but you have to look at the crux of it. And the actual, I just don't like that it's been diluted. Something that is a, is an issue and something that is wrong is being diluted by a bag of shit. Do you get me? Oh, I do, yeah. So it's, I it's do, good, I know exactly so what you're what saying. what happens on social media. So if something, like, I genuinely know of someone that, in you know, in 10 years, I can think of, they have had absolutely fucking everything. They've been bullied. Breast cancer awareness, ovarian cancer, you know, oh, yeah, uh, depression. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, whatever is the talking point of a charity of the time, they've had it. Yeah. They have experience of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. And they and take to social media to tell us all about it. And you're like, really? They're How the same people that... to be that fucking unfortunate? I don't know. They're the same people that could go to the toilet in school without putting their hand up. Do you remember them? Never trusted those kids. No. Never trusted those kids. And you'd be there to your teacher. He's not that going out without putting his hand up. And you'd be like, don't mind him. Just, same like, as Why? the kids. Do you remember the kids who stood to the side? Are you... Did you ever go to mass for communion and mass? They couldn't take the bread of life. They got. They used to go and stand at the side, what? and they they had gluten. I was gluten oh, intolerant. They were off. celiac, so they got they got a sip of the L wine, which was alcoholic back in the day. Like now, the old priests can't be slurping three times a morning. Alcohol free, yeah. Jesus blood. Would yeah, you fucking get have. over? Yeah. It? He has risen. Yeah, I don't. Dear, oh dear. I'm fucking <laughs> sorry I don't again. still believe all that old nonsense because I had fucking great crack. Do you know why like, some people come out? <laughs> honestly, you know why like, some people come out of religion and it's like, yeah, you get it a lot in Ireland because of Catholicism, yeah. the, the, the religion of guilt, right? Where if it wasn't for you, you cunt. Uh, fucking Adam and Eve <laughs> wouldn't have been fucked out of the Garden of Eden. And if it wasn't for you, you bastard. Jesus wouldn't have happened to nail himself to the cross with his feet or whatever the fuck the story is. And if it wasn't for you, you old whore, the devil would wouldn't have been having given it. You know, you're, you're always carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. Everything That's, is your that, fault. It's you look though, at your it? man on the cross every day to remind yourself that you're a piece of shit that caused the death of the birth of Christ. And you're supposed to come out of this and go, oh, I'm so glad I threw off the shackles of fucking guilt. Bollocks! I fucking loved it when I believed all that crap. I really fucking did. I don't believe any of it anymore. But there was a fucking great comfort in actually believing. It took me a long time. Like, I used to love thinking the whole, there was a, you know, I I was going to say that there was a lad watching me when I was having a wank. But obviously that's not what I used to love. God is omnipresent. The idea that there was somebody looking over me. But you don't think there's a higher power though? I don't, no. I don't think there's fuck all. Yeah, we we completely don't agree I don't think there's fuck all. I really don't. And then, like, I suppose higher power. Of course, yeah, when there's something, right? There's like something, but I don't think I think it's um, a god. I don't oh think god. it has a brain. I don't think it's a conscious thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, so, uh, I, 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 but, but it's th- funny though. I have to laugh. So our our parish priest, right? Like, and it's like the only, literally the only break from this one script. It's the only way I can use it. The script that he uses at funerals was actually my best pal's dad passed away, but he knew him, yeah. so he was able to to talk about him. And actually, he gave a really really nice homily about Joe. Like, but prior to that. 
like anybody who's died. It's <laughs> terrible. Anybody who's died in the area and they've had the misfortune of this man conducting their funeral, which oh. unfortunately he's the only person to do it because he's the only priest in the church because they're literally a dying breed. There's, There's none, none of them, them left, yeah. So he's like he can almost see the scrape marks where he's trying to hold on. Yeah, because they have to get African lads in and all now. There's no oh, Irish yeah. priest left. No, nothing. Um, but and they're letting the women in. They're, they're talking the women about in. it in Brazil in letting them marry because the lads in Brazil are saying, "Look, I'd love to, I love the whole God I'm thing and all, but I do like the yeah. whole going to bed with a lady yeah. too." Yeah. And there's, or man. Yeah, or oh, whatever. Will really rock the the uh, the Vatican, but anyway, well, beats going to bed with a kid, which is the fucking traditional way of the Catholic Church, you know. So does that. <laughs> so anyway, he he does he does the same homily all the time. So he talks about uh, Jesus and Galilee, and that uh, he goes away, but then his brother dies. I can't like you know, um, and that. But if Jesus obviously being the healer, if Jesus hadn't have been there, he wouldn't have died. And then Martha was like, "Why did you forsake us, Jesus?" And the priest is like. He comes back three days later and his brother was dead and they move him to the cave. And Jesus says, Martha, do not worry. He had to go through this for people to believe in me. Oh, yeah. And then he goes in and then he tells the whole story about that he rises, the brother rises from the dead. Now he rises from the dead so that Jesus in turn gives up his life. Like he has given up his life for all of this. But what you're Doesn't essentially telling, but what you're telling the people whose dead person is in the coffin beside them <laughs> is that if they could get him to the grave <laughs> and you could get Jesus, that he will rise from the dead. You see, that's what that's essentially what he's saying is that these people all rise from the dead, but they know that they're going to go to the local cemetery and or they're going to go down to yeah. the crematorium. They're going to say goodbye to their loved person and they're never seeing them again. But by his homily, if we believe in Christ, he'll come back. But just to Christ, to heaven, but what not come mean? back. But like, as, so as in, you know. Yeah, there's there's only one zombie Jew. And that's Jesus. That's true. Jesus is the zombie Jew. Jesus gave <laughs> Jesus gave up his life for all of us. I know, it's such and a lot of shit But he's though. like, he's telling, so he's like, I'm just like, you can't tell people whose dead persons are beside them in the coffin that they'll rise from the dead because Jesus, but you know, not rise from the dead in the, in the sense that you're going to be able to hang around with them tomorrow. Like, it just seems like the most inappropriate homily to give for a dead person is about a dead person rising from from the grave and believing in Christ. Because if you believe in Christ, they'll rise from the grave. Yeah, I don't know. But oh, I, so I, are you talking about like up to Kilmashogue, my dad's just been roaming around up there for 12 years and no one's gone to get him? Yeah, wandering about, yeah. yeah I remember Dave McSavage went to a Catholic funeral and uh, he said the priest was gas. He was one of them old boys. And he was standing up at the altar and he goes, when you go scuba diving... You need to wear a scuba suit. And when you go to space, you'll need to wear a space suit. And when you come to earth with your soul, you need to wear a body suit. And now she has shed her body suit and is back in heaven with Jesus and her family where she will be happy forever. And he said that the people in the fucking funeral actually started giggling. They were like, a fucking bodysuit. With the three poppers in the <laughs> <laughs> Like a fucking... Yeah, yeah, you wear your bodysuit. Yeah, it's mad. See, all I think The whole fucking there, thing is mad. Although you... I'm glad I was raised a sort of a Catholic. Because at least it's a forgiving religion. Yeah. Not as forgiving as Protestants. Protestants will forgive fucking anything. Do they? 
Oh, you don't even have to go into the box. You don't even have to get into the box with the priest. Yeah, like, you know the way that you get it, like, we have to get into the box and do the whole... I confess to Almighty God, yeah, yeah. And he does, what what does he do? What does he do, you bald child? Well, I was a dirty donkey. You don't let go into the box anymore, dirty donkey. Yeah. You're not not allowed to sit in a dark room with a priest anymore. They've pretty much vetoed that. Are you not allowed? No, you're not. Especially the kids coming through first communion. The confession box is not a thing. Gone. Shut up. Gone. Yeah, no, you sit in a fucking bright room with him in front of you. There's no dark... Because I, I remember... Fuck off. I remember going to first confession, right? Yeah, I do. In the to, box. Uh, you have to get no. in the box with the priest. Yeah, so we didn't do... in For first confession, we did the dark room and he sat there and then for the first time and then the second time he went and to the box and he was the dark... But it was pitch black. Six years of age into a dark room with a fucking stranger. Oh, yeah. Cotton no, That's all gone. So who fucking listens to what goes on? No, the priest does. But you sit in the room with it, or you, they sit out and like as in you. Sit so everyone can hear you. No, you have to be very quiet. Going, I kicked my brother. All right, so you don't sit down with the priest like in, a, in, in an open like forum. This, well, some, and you're some just churches, going. Some yeah. churches that you sit like at the, like you walk out to the side of the church and you sit with them, but you just hope not for the echo, echo, echo. But in other rooms, you'd sit in a room like this, a bright room with the priest with the door open, so no one could be accused of jack shit, like. But it's the older generation are going in, so I think they're fairly safe. It's the it was the kids. Fuck it. that! Yeah, I wouldn't trust that. So if I go into the church and then the priest says, "What's your confession? Tell me your last confession." People can hear, and I'll be there going, "Well, I was a dirty donkey, and I let two prostitutes ride me around the house, and they stuck a tail in me bum, and they whipped me and says, dirty donkey, you're you're a dirty donkey.'" <laughs> No way! Fuck that! But at least you do get forgiven in Catholicism. You know what I mean? You see, you I, like, you Islam, you don't get forgiven. No, you're not allowed. No, but you get like 20 wives, though, don't you? When I, you get up. There. I don't know about that. But Allah is very cranky. In comparison to our God, Allah's very cranky. Very I cranky. I don't know enough about It's all too late to apologise. <laughs> That's what happens when you get to Allah heaven. It's too late to, to apologise. Like, there's no. Conf- what Republic are standing there going, it's too late. Yeah. And you're sitting there going. But I thought that this I thought On the level of crankiness I think it's right down there So you have like You know There's like so Buddhism the Protestant God That's very forgiving I would imagine uh, yeah, And then there's like The Protestants You know They're pretty laid back In their way You yeah. know Then you've got The tortured Catholics Carrying the guilt a bit more stringent aren't Laughing they, at their pain Because it's the only way They know how And then I think Further down Whatever There's probably a few more But uh, Islam's a very cranky religion I think I would what Judaism is like I don't know a lot about Judaism. I don't know, but that doesn't like. I think isn't Judaism like Christianity? Isn't there like millions of yes, different it's, kinds? It's, yeah. So it sort of varies from yeah. one extreme to the other. Yeah. There's like the a sort of real liberal sort and, of Jews, yeah. and then there's the extreme sort of conservative Jews. Uh, I do remember in, in secondary school or maybe sixth class in primary school. I know that it wasn't they because like it was such a Catholic white primary school, a Catholic white secondary school. I told you about the brown girl in the ring, um, in primary school, but. I think in an effort to try and broaden our minds, they started to teach us about other cultures and we had a field trip on a Friday down to a synagogue and that was it. After that, all school trips were con- like was cancelled. It was like, no, they're, we're not bringing them out ever again. They're, no. But I just remember us all going down and then they were saying something about, I don't know, Fridays and no meat and we were just all delighted to be out and then all shoved back into a bus and brought back up to school. So we learned nothing about Judaism, only that I remember thinking that it was a, the synagogue was pretty good like it was, looked lovely that, that was, was it because I wanted to go to a synagogue there a while ago and I wasn't allowed in you have no. to be uh, guested you have to have yeah. so, a chaperone yeah, or something so they bring you in and because I went to St. Patrick's Cathedral to see what the Protestants do yeah she'd been there haven't you 
Yeah, that yeah, was when sing. I went. They sing. They're very singy. Singy. Oh my God, they very sing and they sing. Mm. And it's like twice as long as a Catholic Mass. We just go in, we get to the guilt and we get the fuck out. Yeah. Guilt, they go in, it's go. all joy to the world. A little books. All of that. And all things bright and beautiful. There was all this carry on. And I went uh, went on for a long time. But uh, it, was a, it was a nice experience. But uh, And then I wanted to go to do a synagogue after. But you were, I couldn't get, no one had let me go in. I wasn't allowed to go Can in. Can you find a Jew to bring you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know, to be honest. I don't think I know any. Speaking it is Ireland. Most of the people in Ireland are still just the same. Yeah. We're all just mostly Catholic, some Protestant, mostly none of us believe a fucking thing, actually, but we have these cultural labels we stick on ourselves. Yeah. That's about Go it. Go and christen your children. But actually, in, in fairness, I've christened both of my kids, which we talked about on the podcast before, because of my own beliefs or whatever. But... Um, it turns out by the time they get both both of mine, I think go to primary school. Even though they'll go to a Catholic primary school, because it's it's my favourite one in the area. It's really why they're going. If I prefer to Protestant or I don't know a Jesuit one more, they go there. But yeah, we both know someone that changed religion just to get her kid into a better school. Yes, we do. Claire Craig, she did it. Yeah, I changed her kid went in changed her kid into a Protestant. <laughs> 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 well, do you know what I mean? She changed What's her the word? religion. There's a word for it. Converted or something, or whatever. whatever. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so, but by the time my kids go to primary school, the communion, like making the First Holy Communion won't be part of the, is syllabus that the right word to use? Like, as in it just won't be part and parcel. If they want to make their communion, they'll have to do it separately. They won't, it won't be part and parcel of. Actually, speaking of which, right, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to be have a serious chat again, but did you, you didn't see the Late Late Show on Friday night. I and if didn't. You're in I was Ireland, gigging. I can't. I don't. I just not at home anymore at so the moment. So Ibrahim Halawi. Yeah, the who, guy from Egypt. The guy yeah. from Egypt was what, on it, right? The guy from or whatever. Sorry, he's I Irish. I don't know what Sorry, he is. he's Irish. He was born in Ireland. He's from Fairhouse in Tala, but he went on a summer holiday. His family are Egyptian. He went over. You lost me here now because I literally don't know this story right, but so I've let me heard tell you so the many different he versions told. of so it. This it's is like... the story he told on the Late Late Show, right? So he, for those who don't know, he was he was locked up for four years in an Egyptian prison um, because he was protesting. He was in a, a, oh my God, what's the Islam church, Islamic church called? A mosque. In a mosque. Completely lost my mind there. He was in a mosque after protesting and they like a couple of days prior to that they'd burnt the, the Egyptian authorities had burnt a mosque with men and women in it and killed so many people so he was there and he thought he was going to die anyway they were all arrested all the men were arrested and they were brought to Egyptian prisons and like 20 something times he was supposed to go to trial and never went to trial blah 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 whatever anyway he's got freed by the Irish government he's home he's in Ireland with his family he's Irish just that's the bigger picture here. He is Irish. A lot of people are saying he's not. He's, but he is Irish. He's an Irish yeah. passport. He's as Irish. He's born in the coombe. He's as Irish as my kids. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's Irish. End of story. His family, his father is Egyptian. He's Irish. End of story. There's no, yeah, there's no in between yeah. on it. Like the only minor, teeny weeny little problem with it is not a problem, but it's kind of like where we're, or I suppose where we're at as a society. He went on to the Late Late Show. Maybe a bit preempted, but he's been basically doing the circuit for the two weeks since he's been out. He's been at award shows, like yeah. he's wheeled him out for everything, right? And he's like a tw- he went in at seventeen, he's twenty one year old kid now, and he went in and started. To- <laughs> Ryan was like, "Explain to me what happened." He goes, "Well, you know, like I was just chilling the night before, and I'd." Go- but two of his friends had been murdered the day before and he Jeez. was up in arms about that but then he was chilling at the cinema but then 12 hours later he found himself 
in front of like 25,000 people giving an empowerment speech. What? Yeah. But he just felt that he needed to do something. But he had he had no interest in politics 24 hours prior to that. Uh, but 24 hours later, he'd found himself on stage for the Muslim Brotherhood. Um, talking like given like a he was essentially leading a rally of like 25,000 people in the middle of a square about protesting about what was going on with the Egyptian government and then that kind of escalated to a couple of days of protesting that he was popping in and out of but didn't really have a political belief or didn't really know what was going on was fairly chilled out and was just on a summer holiday and wanted to go to a pizza with his mates and then got arrested right this is a bit of a weird story right it's very weird right so then Twitter which is just Twitter if anybody if Anybody commented on it? They were Islamophobe. Oh, of course, yeah. They were racist. Like, li- <laughs> yeah. if you, if That's you, just, yeah. if you literally said, you know, he shouldn't have been, he shouldn't have been incarcerated. He should, seventeen-year-old boy, shouldn't have been locked up in Egypt for four years. He was beaten and treated appallingly. That said, his story just has a couple of holes in it. That's all. Yeah, yeah. He never should have been imprisoned. He never should have been there. Couple of holes. And like Twitter was like, yeah, you're a racist. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Like, it just turned on but its that's head. It. There's no, it, it, it's not. Re- anytime you start just hurling names at people, it's a lot it of bollocks. Like, it esca- like, like, I it don't know a story. So watch like, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Twitter of Friday night was just like. Of course it is. I'm and then people were like, like, Ryan Turbidy is an absolute racist. And Ryan Turbidy on his line of questioning was disgusting. <laughs> yes, Ryan, ask the questions. It's just like, I love how like just people the outrage lost. the oh, fucking hysterical outrage of it all. Yeah. and then you have people like if proper Aldir is sitting in the in the <laughs> the audience just like looking at their husband or looking at their wife going does it make sense to me Margaret does it make sense to you you know it was just it yeah. was the most bizarre story the only thing, ever, I don't like, know his story so I can't comment on it I don't I didn't see the interview yeah. I don't know anything about it but I will say I heard that he was locked up for four years under appalling conditions yeah. and he was tortured and this and the other yeah. and then I saw him and he looked fucking grey was that was the only thing that crossed like my mind. It was like, he, he looks fucking great. A lot of people were like, he, he looks very like well. He's a, he, he was actually a little bit overweight, if anything. <laughs> people were like, he was on hunger strike because yeah. he wanted to sell decorations. Yeah. You know, is that what Bobby Sands died for? I know, but like, you, you know, know what I mean? But he was like on hunger. He looked, he looked like he had a bit. He looked like he was. He didn't look like he was being tortured or battered or any of that stuff. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Now, that doesn't mean he wasn't. I'm just yeah. It's just an observation. I was thinking he looked almost too good. I know. He looked um, really, like he looked well. He did. Coming out of prison. Who looks well coming out of prison? True. If you stand there outside Mount Joy and watch coming out, you think those fuckers shouldn't be let out at all. The poor lads are in, in rag order. Somebody should do them up before they can. There you go. Yeah. There's a new transformation show for Yeah, makeup, <laughs> ma- Mount Joy makeovers. Yeah, I'm about to get out. That led me out today and I want a new start. So, Cormac, here's what we're going to do with and here's, you, okay? Yeah, Expose TV3, <laughs> Glenda Gilson and I'll step in. They so give me a new snappy suit. So what we're going to do we're going yeah, to stick it in this. Now, this is a great, we're going to go with Ben Sherman. See, the blue really brings out your eyes. <laughs> it takes the yellow gaunt from the withdrawal symptoms and that you're on the methadone now. That just really takes that. What Deadly. we've done is we're going to give you a smile whitening kit. Now, I know you've only four teeth, but it doesn't matter. It'll really accentuate what you have left there. It'll really put a bit of bling in yeah, what you have left. Absolutely. Now, also what we're going to do is give you a little man bag. Stick it around you. You can put all your little bits and pieces in there your works and whatnot into that now best of luck Cormac how do you feel great thanks enjoy bye yeah have you got a few you're open up for the thing yeah that's just it's mad I don't know I just thought he looked very very good I just um, thought he looked very very good that's before all before we go before we finish for this week uh, I have to say hero of the week for this week uh, really quickly so I touched on it earlier on 
the week before last, I went on a rant about Leo Riker. I never take the podcast. I know. I sorry. I never any radio or telly I've ever done because you'll always get a dickhead who'll send you a message going, "I don't like you" or "You piss me off" or whatever. Oh, People geez, always yeah, do that. Every fucking day. And uh, that's fine. And I never really take it to heart. <laughs> but I take the podcast apparently really, really to heart. So because I went on a rant about Leo Riker, a couple of people tweeted and went, I didn't enjoy the podcast this week. I thought it was pretty shit and I don't want it. Like, you know, it was too serious. And that's kinda, all that, right. That really, I was like, that's fair enough. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And then two people sent me, two, that's all it was. Two people sent me direct messages going, you're an absolute fucking idiot. Shut your face. Like, you know, who cares? <laughs> Yawn. Did you were DM'd it, were you? DM'd. Oh, and, uh, God. Uh, I took it really to heart. Like, I took it really, really, I was really upset about it to the point at half five on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, I was up like looking at the tweets and looking at them they're going oh I've made such a fucking mistake here and it, I genuinely was in an awful state and even like Sunday Joey came down and was eating my breakfast and Joey was like are you still thinking about the podcast I said to Alan who looks after everything and head stuff here an email at half five in the morning going can you send me next week's podcast I need to make sure it's not too serious you so I was, oh, I was up the wall ah right? you're mad as a brush torturing but, yourself for so nothing so I have to say that on the Sunday Joey was playing the semi-final of the Champo he was playing uh, Kill McCud and I had like bored my brother the whole way out to the match telling him about the podcast and I just was like in bits about it and told about Leo Riker and I was too serious and people didn't like it and maybe I fucking outstayed my welcome on the podcast and maybe it's not me anymore and got complete and my brother was like just chill and as I was walking out putting the kids in the car and putting the boy in the car a guy in a black car don't know who you are but he was a chemical croak supporter was like Suzanne and I just turned around I was like yeah and he goes fucking love the podcast keep up the good work fair play <laughs> You have no idea what you literally saved my soul that day because... Oh, but he's a crowd supporter. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, PJ. Ah, and no. on that note... No, fair play to him. I'm glad he did. It's nice that, yeah, those things. Is everything gives you a little bit of a lift. But don't be like, letting shit get to your head. I never do, but that one really fucked me off. Right, anyway, that's episode 80. 88. So that's episode 88. And you know now, if you want to upset Suzanne, send her a fuck private off, message. Don't send me private I'm messages. at Suzanne <laughs> KNFM <laughs> something nice and private and, and uh, horrible yeah. hashtag her too <laughs> right we're back with next week's next week don't forget to subscribe tell your mates <laughs> at PJ Gallagher hashtag shitty bum and uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you next week I fucking have to start with like editing me self here making myself out to be a, an elf of the crap himself is not attractive HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.